There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, hey. So last night, our friends in Canada got to see The Curse of Oak Island they season did. eight, episode 11. Is that right? Yeah. 11. 11. Yeah, because so, next week's 12. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, welcome, welcome. Happy birthday to Rick Lagina. Yes, happy birthday, Rick. Well, was yesterday technically his birthday? No, I guess it's today. Okay. I thought like uh, somebody had posted that it was yesterday, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And I looked at my list because I have this giant list of uh -huh. all the birthday of the fellowship people, right? Yeah. And I couldn't find it. Uh -huh. or I, I, what am I talking about? I found it, and it said, yeah, it was yesterday. But someone had found on the History Channel's website uh -huh. that his birthday is listed as today. So I'm going to go it. with History Channel. Okay. I mean, I would think History Channel would know. Yeah. So, um, Rick... Happy mm -hmm. birthday, man. Happy and, birthday. Uh, go find some treasure, buddy. Yeah. 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 All right. So we're here to chat about which episode? What is it called? Do you remember? Rock, Rocky Road. Rocky Road? Hmm? Yes. Yeah. Oh, um, we don't usually talk to the chat, but no, the but chat is noticing something a little weird in a little bit. Yeah, we're going to talk to him a little bit. What are we going to talk to him about? No. Uh-oh. Deja's leaving. All right, she'll be back. But um, it, I think it's because Deidre does not have her phone. And that's like... A, that's how I monitor. That's an essential thing for the podcast. Anywho, we have some friends that you may have noticed. Uh, I see that Jacqueline in the chat said that uh, uh, we got some more friends. Yes, we have more friends. Um, and hey, Scott Barlow's in the chat. What's up, Scott? Scott, you're going to want to be around for uh, Oak Island Trivia tonight because we have... The very last question is about you, my friend. Oh, what? Do you, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to I call want your you phone? I want you to share it to our group, and then um, you're going to have to monitor the okay. comments that I usually do. Yeah, so we just pressed the button and went today. <laughs> yeah, sorry, running a little behind. You see Deidre's hair, by the way? Yeah, look. Isn't I, it beautiful? I, she got, like, her hair did. I know. It was looking a little, uh, ooh, out of control. It looks great. Looks Thank wonderful. you. Thank you. Um, I can't do the chat thing like you do. I'm sorry. Okay. Just let just I can throwing that out there. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, anywho, we got some friends. <laughs> yes, right. we have some friends. These friends, well, speaking of Scott, so there's one that's named after Scott hanging out here on the shelf. But you y'all remember when I found a, well, we found a bunch of gnomes one mm -hmm. day mm -hmm. and locally like literally a pallet of gnomes and uh when we interviewed steve guptill a while back he said that him and scott would probably win the amazing race should they be teamed together mm. and i was like okay this seems perfect let's pick up a gnome and send it to him and we still haven't what's Sorry. the connection with the gnomes and the amazing race now the amazing race is sponsored by travelocity mm -hmm. right and one of the almost always they do something where they have to roam with the roaming gnome they have to take him on an airplane or whatever it is mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and this is definitely <laughs> so we may have bought an army of gnomes a while back mm -hmm. and started deploying some of them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to secret spots all around north america north america um so yeah 
Um, we're going to announce something right now. We, yeah, why not? We're part of a uh, big nationwide treasure hunt. Uh, we're one of the contributors. We've been waiting for this perfect moment. Yeah. And uh, we had been hiding these guys across the country. Uh, so they're all de- like a bunch of them are deployed already. They ha- None of them have been found yet. Nope. Uh, which is good because they're hidden and there's supposed <laughs> to be clues that lead you to them. And uh, so the first one to, that's going to be officially out there to be found, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're not going to get any hints to where he's hiding. No. But he's hiding right now. And it's going to be for a treasure hunt. Oh, no. I need to take that one because Emma can't get into class. Oh, all right. I, I got it. Don't worry. All right. So um, we're, we're part of a treasure hunt called uh, the First Annual Masquerade Tribute. Okay. Um, and this is a treasure hunt that's put on by Mysterious Writings, uh, a website about treasure hunting that Deidre and I have both written for before. And um, another uh, treasure hunt uh group uh it's called uh the art of hidden messages uh, that's uh run by a good friend of ours anyway they're hosting this treasure hunt they asked us to write a treasure hunt for them and uh so we have and we've hidden the treasure and this isn't come out until march so it's a cup it's a couple uh, months away still but it's just something to get excited about and um we're really excited about it because we hid something and someone's gonna get to find it and hopefully soon um, we think our treasure hunt is difficult, but not undoable. So if anybody wanted to participate, you can maybe find one of these guys' friends. Because uh, they're hidden. And uh, it's going to be fun. So um, wish us luck. That's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to know more, you can. Uh, there's a group set up on Facebook. Let me see if I can get the name of it real quick. And you could join it. It's uh, the Masquerade Tribute Treasure Hunts group. So just type that into the uh, Facebook chat and you can find it. Or you can go to our um, facebook.com slash Oak Island podcast. And after the show today, I will post uh, a link to that group. And I've already posted some information about it that we are involved. Because our names are like on the the art for the announcement. It says... um, it has a bunch of great contributors from other excellent treasure hunts. Um, and right down there at the bottom, because it's in alphabetical order, it says Dustin and Deidre White. Could it be Oak Island Podcast? So we're excited. Um, I hope you guys get excited about it. It's going to be it's going to be fun. And you might see us because since we have an army of these guys from now on, it's kind of going to be our our brand. And we're going to be taking these guys on trips with us and You'll see them all across the country with us, but you're never going to know if we're hiding one in that area because hmm, we've already hidden a bunch. So it is what it is. Uh, and Deidre, and she's back from out of space. Yeah. Sorry. I'm still finishing. I got yeah. in trouble. Yeah. So okay uh, our, our children are back in school yes. and we have to sign a form saying that they're still healthy. Before they can go into class. And mm-hmm. we forgot to do that this morning because we've been, we've been running around. Yeah. I got in trouble because it has to be done before she gets on the bus. So I need to start setting an alarm. Yeah. Okay. So done. anywho, we are here for some Oak Island podcast. Yep. It was a long way to get there. I explained this new treasure hunt that we're a part of and we're Perfect. honored to be part of it. Did you let them know that Canadian gnomes might end up in Canada eventually? Well, we're, they're not going to end up in the United States. They could, but that would be weird. No, they're not gonna. Or they're gonna. Be I'm just Canada. saying, 
So like people Maybe. like, I don't know, Scott Barlow, if you want to find a treasure, I know. you can go find one of these treasures Maybe if you're unsuccessful on Oak Island. Maybe the first, like, first one we release as far as Canada gnome should be the Scott Barlow gnome. Be like that gnome? Maybe. Yeah. But I, no one will know because we'll swap them. Maybe. Maybe. But now you know. Now you might know. All right. So anyway, that's been fun to chat about. Thanks for listening. Yes. We're excited about it. And we hope that you guys um, join us on the fun journey. Yes. And just a fun okay. little announcement for us. And we want to thank Jenny Kyle from Mysterious Writings and Beth. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know how to pronounce Beth's last Holbeck? name. Yeah, Holbeck. Yeah, Holbeck. Let's see. Let me... Did I nail it or I just make up her last name? No, it's close. It's Hovenek. Hovenek. Beth Hovenek, she's a good friend of ours. I just mm -hmm. never say her last name. So. Mm -hmm. um, so thanks for including us. We won't let you down. It's going to be a fun one. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, do you want to talk about this episode of the Curse of Oak Island, Rocky oh, Road? I do. but And we usually go by location, right? Yep. So where do you want to start? Um, well, we could either do the money pit, the <laughs> yeah. swamp, mm -hmm. uh, research center, Actually, I guess that's after the swamp. Yeah, so that'll be hmm. post that. And the war room one has to go with the money pit. Uh, let's get the serpent mound done. Let's check that off the list because they certainly do. Yeah, they sure do. Okay, serpent mound. Well, what we have deemed serpent mound will probably be called serpent mound forever because that's where it started at. So it's kind of got its own nickname. It's got a good nickname. Yes, um, which is on lot 15. We have Aaron, Miriam, Liz out there and scott barlow joins them mm -hmm. scott gets in on the in on the action he does yes it's a real breakout episode for scott barlow just saying omg it's a breakout episode so yeah that's why he's he's, he's everybody else needs to take a back seat it's heavily, scott time he's heavily featured and he's also gonna be heavily featured in oak island trivia tonight just saying oh yeah scott time <laughs> like hammer time but like it's scott time yeah scott you need some MC Hammer pants. <laughs> we should send him some of those. Yep. So Aaron enlists Scott's help to dig a trench through one of the serpent mounds to get a better look, right? Yeah. I had put that Scott has been deployed to uh, help with the dissecting of the snake. Mm -hmm. It's go time. Go time. And since he was sorted into the Slytherin house with me, um, it <laughs> makes perfect sense. I mean, we, we got to take it head on, even the head of the snake. Yep. So. He says, hey, I'll help you. Mm -hmm. He jumps in to uh, an excavator or backhoe or yeah. something and He's... starts scraping stuff away. Mm -hmm. What do they find? Till. Yeah, I was like, nothing. <laughs> they find the ground. Uh, yeah, they get down <laughs> to what is Till. Scott widens it for him. Like Aaron goes to explain if they can dissect it here, they'll have a piece of the body, the egg, and the mouth. You know, kind of the pieces that we would normally see. Of a traditional serpent Of a mount. traditional serpent mount. Gotcha. Um. Scott finishes up and he says, I'll let you guys do your thing. And ho be. hopefully you come up with something good and exciting. Hopefully. And I don't know if that's what happened. What happened? If anything, we got more information. They did get more information. And uh, eventually we have like Rick and Gary joining them at mm -hmm. the Servant Mound to really get the, they wanted the lowdown. They're like, hey, what do we have here? Give it to us. We don't uh, lay it on thick. Mm -hmm. We want it. We just want the facts, right? Yeah, we want to know if this is a significant archaeological find or not. And mm -hmm. Aaron, who looks like I had 
in my notes, I was also doing like screenshots mm -hmm. and, you know, we always mentioned Steve Guptill doing his parting of the seas with his. Let my people go. Yeah. But Aaron is standing <laughs> in the middle of the serpent mound that's in a trench mm -hmm. and he's got his, he's got the shovel in his hat. Right. And it's a nice tall shovel. So I, I see this picture of him holding it and <laughs> I'm thinking, forget parting the seas. Aaron's going straight parting the earth <laughs> like forget that <laughs> so we have a new version of moses but it's like not moses. land moses and it's like have water moses bros <laughs> bros okay all right anyways so in they he gets down in there we see the till we see the original root layer mm -hmm. and there's no rocks or anything on the bottom so if this was a traditional um serpent mound we would at least see some type of structure to support it yep. and to lay the foundation for whatever it is right yep, yep. and they say nope it, you know what it is spoils pile yeah it, it's got to be a spoils pile miriam agrees everybody else agrees we did get that charcoal that was dated rather old we got a that could have come from the money pit uh, well that's just it and we got a nail from you know, not too far away, it very well could, and as Rick says in his little interview portion, just be a spoils pile, and they're taking it to the highest point to get it out of the way and not be so obvious. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick also brings up the idea that maybe there was a feature or something there in the first place, and they're like, okay, let's just cover it up with what we have from the money pit. And a lot of people have asked, why isn't it just like a big mound then? Okay, we're looking at really heavy rocks and so yeah, you can't and back in the day, they're not gonna be lifting those eight, ten feet high to stack on top of a pile of dirt. Well, yeah, let's say we're using oxen and we're putting in the back of a cart. You're not gonna throw them up to the top. You're gonna open the back and drag it across and drag it and push it out <laughs> yeah. right so it would make a serpent shape and i can see why or line-ish yeah i mean whatever is easiest to get your oxen because it's notorious on the amazing race you know animals never cooperate <laughs> so you're not going to get them in a perfectly straight line and that's probably why there's a couple other random piles is okay well the mound is getting long mm -hmm. and the line to, <laughs> for spoils was long. So I'm just going to dump it over here. It's all roughly in the same spot. Case closed. Bam. <laughs> so we decide, well, they decide. Did you know who they credited with that? With that um, theory? Like that it was a spoils pile? Marty? Nope. Okay, I Not don't know. Not this episode. No? Who? Guy that's in the chat. I, I don't know. <laughs> Who's in our chat that's on the Fellowship of the Dig? I don't. Oh, Scott! <laughs> I don't, I'm looking for names. Oh I was like, gosh. I don't see anyone from the fellowship. Good job, Scott. I, I think Scott, <laughs> this is going to be his breakout season. And is. all of a sudden, like from now on, he's literally going to be a superhero of some kind. He's come to the rescue in the swamp, which we'll talk about. He is. He is. He is a hero. He's our hero. I feel a card coming. Okay. Well, I've heard that before. Oh! oh! Yeah, because I don't do anything around I know you here. Do, you do it all. I know. <laughs> all right. So 
that's about it in the Serpent Mound because they say, you know what, we're going to redirect your guys' focus and energy over to the swamp because mm -hmm. crazy stuff's happening in the swamp. Mm -hmm. In so, the swamp. Bye-bye, Serpent Mound. It was nice to hang out while we had you, but let's move on. Mm -hmm. All right, so are we heading to the Money Pitter of the Swamp? Well, they head to the swamp. So you want to head to the swamp? I really don't care. Oh. Well, but let's head to the swamp. Why okay. Not? Why not? To the swamp it is. <clears throat> All right. So at the beginning of the episode, the first time we see the swamp, we got Rick, Dr. Spooner, Gary, Billy, Jack, Liz, Miriam, Aaron. It's almost like they went straight over to the swamp and yep. started working. It's I almost like you... this might be edited a little bit out of order. So, but whatever. That's fine. It's telling it's a TV. story, right? And uh, we know that Liz, like when they were talking about the serpent mound. Mm -hmm. I mean, she wasn't there. She was like, okay, I, our resources probably need us over at the swamp. <laughs> so I'm going to go get a head start over there. And they're like, okay, we're going to go join Liz. If that was my guess. Mm -hmm. But everybody's there clearing off the diff. Whoa. Clearing off the mud from the top of. As you have to do. Mm -hmm. If you want to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like they do actually. Cause we get some of those like like the aerial shots where it's like a drone real low coming over. And I know some of the archeologists um, test pits mm -hmm. on there. Mm -hmm. And there was one in the middle of the road. Well, on the left-hand side of the road and because yep. there was one on the right, but the left-hand side one was dug all the way down with a pile of rocks. Like crawl. Yeah. Doug Kroll? Like Doug Kroll's <laughs> test pit, the pit of despair. <laughs> well, you said it was Doug, so, you know. Yeah, I know. I mean, everything's Doug. Yeah, yeah. so they really, Billy's like all in in this scene. Mm -hmm. He's like scraping the top of that stuff. Yep. You know, exposing all the interesting bits. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Rick says that he would like to find a big keg down there full of, like, who knows what treasure? Hey, he says he'd bourbon. like to see a big keg full of something, <laughs> something that down there we're like root beer. I mean, we it's used to do Dr. root beer Pepper. kegs. Dr. Pepper. Yeah, Dr. Pepper. Um, Happy birthday, Rick. Have a keg of Dr. Pepper, sir. <laughs> I yeah, he didn't specify what he wanted it to be full of. I mean, crown. I, mean, I, I'm, I'm, I don't no, think crown's good for a I'm keg. I'm guessing probably just treasure. Mm -hmm. We had a keg at our wedding. We did. Yeah. And I didn't drink any of it. Oh, it was tapped before we even got going. Your brother. And and one of my maids of honor oh. got together Tag and tapped team. the keg. And all of a sudden, I see him come back with beers. And mom's like, I said, wait till the wedding. I said, I don't care if it gets us. We will survive. We will survive. Anywho. <laughs> yeah. So Billy, Billy did something incredible. Here. Mm -hmm. He discovered something new yet again. Yep. It's all Billy does. Yeah. And... He, he found a, a new squared off beam and it was Billy's beam. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, Spooner jumps in to check out Billy's beam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and BB. he's like, well, he's like literally like he's, he's really eager to jump in to oh, check it out. Man, this guy, he's stoked when it comes to the swamp. Yeah. He's almost like Spider-Man. I could see him like, you know, flinging out a web and like pulling himself just straight to the spot. <laughs> yeah. That's how he, pulls out the log he's like it's my log it's not billy's well, there you, now, you have, now, now you have an idea for the oh spooner, for spooner superhero, superhero yeah he could like throw web beam it to uh yeah something, yeah something Ooh. All right so 
Gary at the same time gets hit with a metal detector and he's like, Hey guys, no, no, no. I know you got something cool over there, but come check out what I found. I know <laughs> he, I had put down that Gary like loses it. Like he, he audibly gasped. He's <laughs> like, I thought he was going to drop it. As well, when he picked it up, but yeah. he had to get Rick over there first to dig this hole for him. Well, yeah, but then he reached his hand in there yeah. and was like all over that. Yeah, he he was he was almost speechless. I don't think Gary Drayton Gary Drayton does much speechless. No, but he was nearly there. Yeah, uh, pert near. Yeah, but you think he was speechless when he found that ring on the the beach and uh, probably in probably Florida, <laughs> or was he like, holy shamoli? <laughs> you know, real loud. I don't know. <laughs> and you know, they get looking at it, and we've all been speculating what is it? What's the gold shiny thing that they've been showing us all season? Yeah, and. Well, some people have said, you know, maybe it was like a pocket watch. Others, you know, we've all speculated a about big button. I wouldn't have gone with a handle. Like that wasn't my initial thought. But they knew exactly what it was as soon as they flipped it over. Mm-hmm. They just didn't let us know that until that point, which Mm-mm. is fine because they have to make the show like, you know, they have to, yeah, get, we they have to get butts in the seats. We we didn't know, yeah. but that's okay. It's, it's fun. It's still cool to see. I, I think it's important. It's shiny. It's shiny, which is it's, good. Defi- it's definitely like something that catches your eye, mm-hmm. you know, so they're going to be excited about it. Well, even Rick says he always looks at Gary's face when mm-hmm. he gets the pinpointer out and his face lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Gary brings glee to the island. I'm trying to think of a funny, like alternate Christmas carol that we can stick Gary's name in. But... Oh, I mean, you could do the 12 days of Christmas, but like with his different finds, like what? Yeah. Spanish ring <laughs> five toonies. <laughs> All right, yeah, <laughs> not not super valuable, but that's okay. Uh so Gary, like you said, he calls everyone over and they they even bring it to Billy to take yeah, a look like, at. Billy, you gotta see this dude. Because <laughs> Billy's like, I'm not no, Bill's like I'm kind of working here. Yeah, but, okay, like bring please, it to me. If please you don't to stop. <laughs> if they're so excited that they need to bring it to Billy Stat, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, and Billy like mm-hmm. gives them a little pat and was like, "Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, like, cool. get back to work." Um, <laughs> he's like, "I got things to do here." He's like, "Cool, fine, Gary. Cool, I, fine." I found a beam. Mine's yeah. bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. All right. So, like, even like Rick is like. Hey, Laird, over here, please get over here. You need to check this out, sir. And I giggled uh, because as Laird gets closer, he's like, it's Laird, it's Laird, it's Laird. Like, shh, 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 put it away. Don't show Laird <laughs> is how I took it. Yeah. <laughs> like, shh, he's going to like spoil our fun. <laughs> and even Laird says that. He's like, I always like, what do you say? Like, I always crush dreams or something <laughs> like to that effect. Yeah. And he's like. Negative Nevin. <laughs> yeah, he's negative Nevin, which yeah. we learned from one of our interviews with him. That guy's hilarious. That's like his legit nickname. Yeah, I think yeah. Steve told us that. Steve and Laird need to be a traveling comedy show. Like, can fun. you imagine how much money they could make on the off season, just like as a stand-up comedy show? I don't even like stand-up comedy. I go watch it. Oh yeah, all they'd have to do is talk to each other and. Before we'd laugh hysterically, anyways, he's taking a look at it, and Laird looks sad uh, because (laughs) he knows he'll have to crush them. And he says, It looks like gold paint. (laughs) He's like, Sorry, guys, looks like gold paint to me. Uh, Gary's like, Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 it could be a low grade gold, like 10 carat. Yeah, I've seen stuff like this come off 
ships. Yeah, so he's not losing hope. Mm -hmm. He's not. He's not willing to yet. You know, you got to have the dreamers and the Gary crushers. Is not willing to let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. No, he's not willing. He's not, to he's... the new mystitist we go. <laughs> Basically, and isn't it kind of weird that Gary didn't go to that meeting with the new mystitist? <laughs> it is. Uh, he didn't go visit Sandy, and I thought maybe they would tell him it was something, and then bring him in and be like, "I'm not going to tell you yet," to get back at them for the find. Yeah, before. but then that would have really crushed him. Yeah, but he might have quit. <laughs> there's no quitting, Gary. Come on. So, Gary, yeah. like you said, he's thinking low grade gold, 10K. A lot of stuff he pulls off the coast is you know that type of patina, and goes to say it could have come off a ship, like be a knob, and if it did, it would have been like from a captain's quarters. And that's you know that's only po that's the only possibility, right? <laughs> that's the only possibility. It, it couldn't be from a secret box or jewels chest or the Ark of the Covenant, which came over in Noah's Ark. It couldn't be any of those things. What if it's from Noah's quarters? No, I'm pretty sure Noah's Ark was way before the Ark of the Covenant. Just saying. <laughs> okay, then I'm going with it came out of Noah's dresser chest. <laughs> it's in his captain's quarters. If you say so. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. So, any who, who they are, um, they're excited about the find. Do you oh, want to go? Jeff. Let's go to the research center just to talk about the yeah how that, I agree. that turned out well the interpretive oh, center my bad come on i think it was research center no it was definitely the interpretive mm, center okay okay so, rick and charles please let me know in the chat if it was the interpretive center or the research center i got 20 bobby dazzlers on interpretive center okay like that's fake currency like when you put we're going to okay um I have first class seat upgrade for our flight on Interpretive Center. I'll just do yeah. it if I want to. Because we're going somewhere this week. Yeah, we are. All right. So, anywho. Um, Interpretive Center. Sandy Campbell. What is he? He's a numismatist. Thank you. Rick and Charles chat with him. Mm -hmm. And they're showing him Gary's most recent find in the swamp. The gold mob. The gold colored object. Yeah. And Sandy cleans it up with an ultrasonic cleaner. Yeah, we get a whole thing about what an ultrasonic cleaner is. I had to get a nice little animation and everything. Pretty nifty. I mean, when I go to get my it. ring cleaned, and it's been a long time, is that what that's they what they do. They just drop into one of those little things, and it cleaned it right up. Made it all Bobby Dazzlery. Wow. I bet you Gary's got one laying around for when he needs to clean up his Bobby Dazzlers. Guaranteed. Because it makes it so that it cleans it without getting abrasions. Right? Mm -hmm. All right, Sandy. He says that you can tell by the worksmanship of the piece that is not modern. Far from it. Far. And from it could it. be some kind of knob from a jewel chest. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, now that's. Now we're talking. Or from a secret box. <gasps> I don't know why the box has to be secret yeah. if it has a knob on it, but mm -hmm. we can roll with that. So a secret box or a jewel chest. What would you rather have? Secret box could have nothing in it. Jewel it could be Pandora's box. Actually, it's not what a secret box is technically. It's Pandora's box. I guess, yeah. I mean, right. I don't want that one. So yeah. let's go with the jewel chest. Yeah, you could do something with those. Mm -hmm. All right. So Charles asked Sandy uh, when, you know, 
would is this like an ornate piece? Is it more high end? Mm -hmm. And because that's really what's got Charles's attention here. He wants to know if that thing's expensive. And Zanny says, "Yeah, I mean, it looks looks like it's a high end piece. Mm -hmm. So that's promising." I just. But I laughed about Sandy going straight to the secret box. <laughs> and in my quotes, I went, okay, Sandy, calm down. Because he was he was excited. He was in. Do you think he's trying to generate more buzz for it? No, like, I think he was like, yeah, this is like, fun. He's like, I know this he's will be in the commercial cool for stuff. the this will be in the commercial for the show. If I say secret you, box, that'll you think get he, more viewers in. You think he's trolling us on purpose? No. I don't. No. I don't. Absolutely not. <sighs> I would like to talk to Sandy. That'd it be could fun. be fun, yeah. And it could so, be. Do you have any doubt? No, it definitely would be fun. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Rick says that it's funny that it, it appears gold, right? Mm -hmm. And Sandy says, well, I don't know about that. He's quick to say no. He's yeah. He almost laughs. He says, no, this screams brass. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he's like, it wouldn't be something like 10 karat gold. But mm -hmm. we have Gary over there that says, hey, I found 10 karat gold. That's so true. Don't write it off completely. Yeah, he's saying it would probably be something higher, like 18 or 20 carat. If it was gold. Yeah, if it yeah. was gold, um, just because gold's much more dense than copper or zinc. And I'm like, okay, I can if buy that. you say so, sir. But like you were just mentioning, Gary has found stuff off the coast that looks a lot like that that's gold and with the same patina. Mm -hmm. But... Oak Island's a mystery in itself, right? We never know what we're gonna get or what Wrapped we're gonna in an enigma. Yeah. 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 By the way, I just want to point out that the chat is saying that it is indeed the interpretive center. You lose. Mm, I win. I'll have to go back and view the video. <laughs> roll the tape. <laughs> roll the tape. <laughs> okay. I, I believe you guys. Okay. He's gonna roll the first, tape. First class upgrades. Okay. <laughs> All right. Swamp. We're back to the swamp. Okay. Back to the swamp. Laird, Miriam, Liz, Aaron, trial team, uh, Charles, Steve, Rick, Gary. All right. That's a lot of people still yeah. hanging out at the swamp. All hands on deck. All hands on swamp deck. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Gary are getting ready to search on the stone feature itself while everyone is working on cleaning it up. This uh -huh. is kind of at the end of the episode, right? Yeah. This is in the middle. No, this is... Oh, yeah, this is the end. Yeah, this is the end. Toward the end, yes. And, uh, yeah, so Gary's doing some metal detecting, as Gary does. Yep. You know, and what he's uh, there to do. Uh, Rick's there helping him mm -hmm. with his handy-dandy circle-handled red shafted... What? Uh, shovel. His trowel? <laughs> what are uh, you talking about? Rick's shovel. Yeah? Yeah, it's got a circular handle, red shaft. Yeah. Might be an Oak Island trivia question. Oh, I was Who like, knows? this is a really weird thing. Okay, I see where you're going now. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. The shadow knows. Probably. Uh -huh. Yes. And uh, flags. He asked flags. what Gary's already found. He's like, oh, all the little orange and orangish red flags. Those are mine. And yeah. And it's like, like Rick is like, happy birthday to me. Like, right? That's a lot of a... Uh... He didn't tell me I needed to like bring a bigger shovel yeah. like he's he's like, okay where where do we start so they cut start a couple flags over and you, you noted that gary's metal detector this time is like this this it's huge monstrosity yes and i'm like okay <laughs> it's like two plus feet across it's like a big huge circle like it's not the typical 
uh, what is it? The CTX 3030. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a monster. Yeah. It, at, it's a beast. I assume it's probably a coil that does well with high levels of water in the area since they're in the swamp. I know it was very dry there this summer, mm-hmm. but, and that they dry, but it's been a swamp for a long time. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's huge. And for some reason, it won't stop going off when he when Rick's starting to dig around the flag that they get the hit at. And it appears that the item is under like under the log that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so they're like, well, we have to move the log. Yeah, let's let's move the log. So they have to call in a specialist. Yeah, well, Rick gets digging. They're like, where is Billy? We need Billy, but Billy's nowhere to be found. Oh, I was like, they never called Billy. No, but who do you who do you think for first if you need something pulled with an excavator? You think Billy? Well, but yeah. But we have a new hero but, in town. But not this episode. Scott dissected a serpent mound. He We've did. seen his handy dandy surgical skills. We have. And so, I'm impressed. Yeah, Scott's me too. Killing it. Scott's the man. We we have a new hero in town, or maybe it's a new sheriff. Oh, Sheriff Scott. You know, I feel like he already is a sheriff since yeah. he says it's like hurting hey, cats. Okay, Guppy, if you watch this, you need to get uh, <gasps> Sheriff Pin for Scott Barlow yes! to wear around next season, and it says Sheriff of Oak Island. Just like Sheriff Barlow. <laughs> yeah. Can we send him some spurs too? <laughs> yes. So he could wear the spurs and a ten-gallon hat. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, Scott. Like, Keep an eye a out, sheriff in town. <laughs> and he's like, Pilgrim. He's thinking, oh no! <laughs> and it'll all come with a gnome. <laughs> he's one gonna, of these guys. And then he's gonna open Ooh. it up, and glitter's gonna come <laughs> spouting out of it. Okay, that, calm down. <laughs> all right. So what happens when they finally get Scott over there to start, you know, doing his work to pulling back some of that swampy muck and grabbing onto that uh, uh, beam thing? Well, they're just asking Scott to really, you know, to use Scott's trowel and be surgical and mm-hmm. just take off kind of the vegetation that's yeah. on top of it. You know what I noticed as soon as he did that? Hmm. A giant boulder. Like, yeah. More impressive than a lot of the other boulders that they, they find impressive. Well, yeah, they're pulling off the vegetation mm-hmm. and even Rick points out, they're like, whoa. Oh, big boulder just out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, I thought the same thing. Are we not checking it for marks? Where's Guppy? He should be over there. They get him. But not they, for that. They, if Guppy's there and he sees a large boy, he's like, oh, you know what? You guys don't need to tell me. I'm going to make sure that that goes on my map. But as speaking of Guppy, and we didn't talk about this in this opening scene when Charles and Steve are at the wash table. I had said to you yesterday, like, just pause that. Because they come in and Steve and Charles are at the wash table and Steve's holding the hose and <laughs> washing off the spoils. And they both have like the biggest grins on their face. Like either A, they're plotting to take over the world mm-hmm. or B, they're plotting to take over the world or C, they are just like the happiest guys whistling a tune working on the railroad. They are in their happy place. I I think I got a screenshot of it. I'm going to have to share it, but I've never seen two guys so happy at a wash table. It's like there was a song playing in their head. (laughs) That is all. Whistle while you work. I would have loved to see Charles and Steve bust out into a whistle. (laughs) Dueling whistlers. That'd be fun. 
Oh, I need to calm down. Um, do. I have not had enough coffee this morning. Yeah, so back to the wood. Yeah, they get they get you know it kind of exposed, mm -hmm. and Gary's like, "Whoa, look at this!" You know, they they find uh, this giant spike and these fasteners, mm -hmm. and it's like, "This is definitely well, obviously put here for some sort of purpose." Yeah, maybe another structure. Could it be? Could it be? Yeah. So um, it could be, by the way. You know, and then we have the sheriff. He mm -hmm. comes down off of his horse, you know, you know, with his uh, six shooter mm -hmm. and uh, his spurs, you know, and his like, gallon there's house. a new sheriff in town. <laughs> yeah. So he's out there and, you know, he says, he says that thou are <laughs> okay. He, he actually, okay. So Scott has like so many lines in this episode. Uh -huh. It's so great. This breakout episode. But it is. Yeah. So what does he say? Do you remember? I'm looking through my notes and I don't remember what he said. Oh, um, I'm trying to remember what he said because I remembered it, then I forgot. And now I'm trying to remember again. So Scott says, um, he's the one that said that kind of wood, like that kind of a log, mm -hmm. um, it's the right size and shape for a deck. Mm -hmm. You know, like a dock. I mean, not a a dock. Deck, yeah. A dock. If you were going to build a, a dock, you would use that kind here, of wood. You would use. Yeah. Timbers like that. Timbers he says, like timbers. that. There you go. And we by, got there. We got there. Woo! <laughs> uh, by timbers like that, he means ones cut exactly like Lincoln Logs. Yes. Did you notice that? I didn't Does because the, I wasn't looking that close. I said it out loud while watching the episode. I, know, I, I, went, I remember you saying that, and I was like, I guess. Any child that has ever owned Lincoln Logs, like, I swear, when that aired, how many people yelled, it's a lake and log <laughs> at the same time across. all across North America. Exactly. Yeah. And there was a, a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they found some timber. It's, it's important. You know, it's got some uh, fasteners. It's got the two big spikes coming spikes out of either out of side. It. It's something to take note of. Mm -hmm. I can almost guarantee. Well, I, I guarantee these, this wood is being sent out for dendrochronology. You would hope so. Testing stat. <laughs> They call over Steve to market, and he's like, "Come over, we need you, young man." To <laughs> is Steve the youngest one on the island? Peter Fernetti. Oh, duh! Come on, it's Alex older than Steve. I don't know. Isn't Steve like my age? He, yeah, you, I'm 38. You, you there, two are the same age, and I'm thinking I'm <laughs> if young man, I, I was I trying young to man. think of someone calling you come over here young man it, it made me giggle you know sometimes they say that to older people too they say you know like, yeah like as an insult no it's like an ironic thing like an insult it's not an insult no it's not an insult it's not an insult kind of like right. when they call me ma'am yes ma'am all right anyway who <laughs> all right let's go back uh Gary is asking Rick what the best plan of attack is. Right? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, and that, I'm backwards. In the I notes. was like, you're backwards. We're almost to the end of this swamp thing because the swamp thing, we've already talked about that when they pull it out, they've got the two spikes coming out either way. I've seen people all over the internet say, did they just find a telephone pole? Because they found the two like spikes coming out either way. And it looks like the thing you climb like the rungs. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still going with Lincoln log dock. timber dock. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So that's kind of what's happened in the swamp. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. Lots of fun activity in the swamp. I enjoyed the swamp 
stuff this episode. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of progress was made. Didn't see a lot of Dr. Spooner, the Swamp Doctor, though. Mm -mm. But, you know, you know he's around, right? I wanted he's to the... point out something why we're in the swamp. So, in the... We kept going back to the, was it drilling, drilling down, drilling down. Yes, so we had did. a drilling down earlier this year, right before season or episode one. From yes. The season, yeah. And they're hiding something from Maddie behind the excavator. And to me, I, I went back and watched it because watching that episode now, after all this information, it's, it's a little mind boggling. Did you see her? Her eyes were like open wider. Like it's eye opening. Spooner, I mean, they're kind of teasing Maddie, yeah, and they're talking about this feature that they found in the swamp. And he's it, right now, we know that the stone pathway is a 20 by 70. Yep, that's what they've said many times, right? Mm -hmm. And Spooner goes on to say that you know it leads them to other things, but he also goes on last and says, Last time you checked. It was at 200 to 300 feet in length. That's way longer than 70 feet. So if I'm looking back, gathering the clues as a good treasure hunter would do, and I, I highly encourage you to go back and watch the... Drilling down Maddie Blake before the season started. Yeah, uh, where they were pulling wood out of the money pit, which we'll touch on that here shortly when we yeah. get to that. But... To me, that's I'd be surprised if the stone pathway or even whatever this wood thing is that they found, it could be a dock or it could be part of the pathway. We don't know how it relates. One of those is two to three hundred feet in length at the time in which they filmed. Now, when they filmed, we know it was on September 11th because it says when they're in the money pit and they say you're looking at this morning's work. And this morning's work shows on the table with the dating as September 11th. Man, you're good. Got to. It's Super in the detail. You're, you're like, not getting anything by me. Deidre's a modern day Nancy Drew. I am the Nancy Drew. <laughs> also known as Deidre White. So. AKA DE 9.75. <sighs> oh, okay, we're going to. We're not there yet. My bad. We're going to get into it. Right. I'll tell you that. Right. And. But two to three hundred feet. Let's imagine that the road is that long. Mm -hmm. What is two to? And he's saying that at that time it could be even longer. And he's saying it leads to other things. I wonder if it leads to the pine tar kiln, or I wonder if it leads to the money pit. Could it? Uh, the serpent mound. <laughs> like maybe it's a road to the to spoils. It it could be. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. I. It just hurts Maybe my it's head. A road to the anchors. It could be. It could be a lot of things. Maybe it's a road to Isaac's Point. Mm-hmm. And where that stone triangle was. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Okay. That was it. I encourage you to go back and watch that. Please do. Mm -hmm. Money pit time. We have Craig Tester mm -hmm. with Scott Barlow again. Mm -hmm. you know, big uh <laughs> breakout episode. Breakout. Uh, we got Charles, Steve, and Terry all standing around the operating table. Yes. Okay, because that's what that's what our our buddy Terry likes to call it. Yes. All right. So the wood that they're looking at, or they're looking at spoils, one of the uh, choice sausages from borehole de nine point two five. Deidre's favorite because it's Deidre's borehole. 
I can't. Well, D-E. I mean, technically, it's D E. The ninth letter in the alphabet is I. So it's actually named after me. So D E. Should be your favorite. Right? I and then point and two five is my lucky number. She was born on twelve twenty five. Yo. Yo. Christmas Day, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I still hate this naming system <laughs> with a passion. Why are we changing something that was already working? It's this feels like a diversion. I officially, I no. think Charles is naming these holes now. No, I think it's Craig. Okay. This is Craig's map. So we Craig's know Steve is doing um, an interview with the Curse of Oak Island and Beyond podcast. Cool. When's he doing that? He is doing February 13th. Mm, coming up. Day before Valentine's Day. Remember when he did it on Mother's Day Aww, for us? Hearts for Steve. Hearts for Steve. <laughs> I will be grilling him about, well, please make sure you put up my question because I would like to start a petition. Jeff's in the chat. I saw him. Jeff, I will definitely be asking. I'm going to well craft my question about why in the world we have gone to this new naming system and that I would like to start a petition to go back. <laughs> All right. So Jeff Freeman is the host mm-hmm. of. Uh, the Curse of Oak Island Beyond podcast. Mm-hmm. Him Facebook and Jack do it. Linda is their admin. They've got they've got a crew over there. Yeah, so go check them out. Give them a like on Facebook. Give them a listen. Good yeah, stuff. Good people. A, we've had a little chat with them about doing a little something together, too. So, what? yeah, in case you didn't know, by Us? the way. Yeah. With them? Yeah, let's have, just, let's have a grand old time. Yeah. It'll be fun. <clears throat> All right. Anywho, cool. sounds good. I hate this borehole. <laughs> bring <laughs> this, it all the way back around to that. Bring it full circle. This hole is 10 and a half feet away from OC1. Well, the OC1 site, yeah. right? Which are spoils we've been looking through this year because we hadn't got done doing last year's spoils. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we catch a shot of Steve smelling wood, which I laughed <laughs> out loud. Well, that was always, um, who else smells wood Rick. often? Yeah, Rick's always, you know, yeah, you, see, you see your boss doing it enough. You're like, oh, you know, I, I need to know the this difference is the, the first smell. I feel like <laughs> we caught him doing it, though. I, when it came, when I was watching it, I actually laughed out loud. I went, <laughs> Steve smelling wood. <laughs> I'd do it with anybody I caught smelling wood. Um, They're at a depth of 156. Yep. In this, uh, in this amazing borehole DE 9.25. Uh, Craig says that it went from rock formation into a beam. So either is moved over and is completely pushed over onto its side, or we are coming down onto a shaft or tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That's what we like to hear. Um, Terry asks in regards to this hole, do we want to keep going deeper? Mm-hmm. See if we hit bedrock. Uh, Craig agrees. Yeah, definitely. And Scott says that's the only thing it could be, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're pretty darn deep here. Uh, Steve says that if we can confirm this is a potential tunnel uh, from 1706, we keep taking shots. Got to. Got to keep taking shots. And all I can think of is, yep, <laughs> uh, Steve wants shots and Rick wants a keg. Bring back Dave Blankenship. I know. <laughs> Where's Dave with a shot when you need No, we him? got Dave this next week. I know, I can't wait. So on February 2nd, we've mm-hmm. got a drilling down. Uh, I think it's called Dave Blankenship Oak Island. So we got Dave coming, guys. That's exciting. Um, Steve says, you know, we could have 300-year-old wood. We need to bring more up. Charles, got to chase it. I agree, Charles. Let's mm-hmm. chase. 
the chase is on. Well, Craig's like, whoa, 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 guys, I wouldn't mind some treasure too. Yeah, we don't just need wood. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott's thinking, yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. You keep the wood. I'll take the treasure. <laughs> so the I agree. Probably hiding in at Scott Barlow's house. Yeah. So yeah. treasures at Scott Barlow's. I'll be right there. Yeah. So Terry goes over to the uh, choice drilling guys, mm -hmm. um, Tedford, and says, "Hey, uh, we need to keep going. Uh, what did he say? Ten or fifteen feet? Yeah. You know, just, just take it deeper. Yeah, whatever it deeper. you can do. Let's see what we got. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. inner." Wow, my, this is in the interview portion. Craig talks about uh, having four or five different sites that he's really interested in. Yeah, one of them is obviously DE 9.25. So mm -hmm. good on you, Craig. Good Love on it. you. Love it. Find a new name. Uh, the next choice sausage uh, hits the table. Mm -hmm. And Terry pulls splinters of wood out of it. Yeah, and they're kind of big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Scott finds some other splinters. You know, they're all about the size of like a, a writing utensil. Yeah, but the one that I think Steve was uh, playing with, it looked like a chicken bone or something. Didn't it look weird? Didn't it oh, look I don't remember Steve in a chicken bone. Uh, I, I totally know. missed like that. a drumstick or something. Yeah, I caught him smelling the wood, yeah. but maybe that was the one. I don't know. It just it was funny the way it was shaped. It didn't look like a like a stick stick. A stick stick. <laughs> Steve stick. Yeah. So the, at this point, they are at 185 feet. Mm -hmm. That's really deep. That's much deeper than the deepest known excavations on Oak Island to that point, mm -hmm. which were from the Hamilton extension back in the 1940s. Mm -hmm. So big then, deal. Yeah. We get a whole thing about the Hamilton extension. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. And then we've got um, more the, money pit. Yeah. More money pit stuff. We still have Scott, Terry, Charles, Craig, everybody and... at DE 9.25. Yes. My favorite. <sighs> it's my favorite because it's named after you. Is that wrong of me to enjoy something that they, that brings me pain? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a smile on your face. You're fine. Doesn't mean it doesn't bring me pain. All right. I smile through it. Right, so they're still looking at this 185 foot deep spoils. Mm -hmm. Um, choice sausage yep uh craig cleans off one of the larger splinters of wood and says that this wood is darker to him so it verifies that this has been under underground for an extended period of time time to bag it and tag it bag it and tag it let's roll mm -hmm. let's and then here. charles states that the deepest anyone has ever excavated like we were mentioning before mm -hmm. was 171 feet that's with the hamilton extension mm -hmm. right now they're below 180 this has never been touched by a searcher before big deal like no i mean like it's not not like big deal like this is a big deal <laughs> yeah and but i also have a question so what we know is especially after they explain it in the war room and we're looking at the maps mm -hmm. is that each of these holes because they're six inch um what casings and then you get the four inch inserts yeah sausage mm -hmm. that comes out yep. and they something like that that size especially so deep it's going to deviate right mm -hmm. they walk as they say and they're walking you know a decent distance if each square is five feet if mm -hmm. you look at the measurements on the side of the map yep. then and they're walking across multiple squares like and we don't know at what angle is 180 feet actually how deep they are when it's walked or do know. they not have that information till later because if you're walking is it how long the casing is well the guys that are putting the drill pieces together to keep it going down they yeah. know how many pieces they've used so they exactly. can detect they know exactly the length but i don't know like hasn't the 
elevation of the money pit changed over time too. So mm-hmm. like, are they using the same elevation from, you know, maybe 180 feet uh, today was one um, My before or whatever. understanding from <clears throat> like previous episodes and why I've seen like cast members reply to people is that, yes, you know, they do it from what the original it like they take that into account Mm -hmm. but my question is when we say we're at 180 feet deep are we indeed 180 feet deep or are are we actually saying we're at 180 length i would like clarity well you know people doesn't mean they'll tell me anything nobody tells me anything they got ndas yeah, they do. They do. All right, so that's my we question. Do, we do head over to the war room to talk about some of this stuff with, yeah. uh, because uh, Marty's really interested. Yeah, and Craig's this gonna is the first time he's got to hang plan. out with Craig, right? Hmm? This is is this the probably first time he's got to hang out with Craig this season. Yeah, I don't know. They were Craig needed to like give Marty the lowdown. Yep, and so that's what he does. He sits him down, says, you know, goes over the plan, right? Or yep. whatever what he's been up to. Mm-hmm. And he's pointing out the different drill sites right Mm -hmm. and he's showing them okay so here's oc1 where there were from last year we knew there shouldn't be wood i mean shouldn't we didn't think there was tunnel there was we pulled out wood marty agrees they had to chase that right yeah yeah. and craig says there's a number of places this potential tunnel could lead so he decided to have them start with e12 yes and he points out that unfortunately, which we can see on this map, E12 walks a lot. And it yeah. actually goes all the way to the center of OC1. And again, by saying walking, it deviated from being straight down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it veered off. Yeah. So that's going to happen, especially with that size. Yeah. Of, that's why mm-hmm. when we put the big cans down, something that solid is not going to deviate the same way not not even close yeah. yeah uh so so they walk really far um okay really far is a relative term so well, it looked like i don't have the pictures some of those and, could be like a dozen feet that's pretty far well that's what i'm about, saying yeah. i was looking at this one and i think it was uh maybe even 15 feet by the time because it looked like it went all the way to the center of oc1 yeah now you still have to pay for that hole and yet marty says it's a pity because that means this hole essentially gave you no data whatsoever (laughs) yeah craig agrees like this hole didn't help it didn't hurt they should get a discount on that one because of the deviation yeah, they didn't they didn't ask for a deviation no choice did it yeah <laughs> just kidding what a choice <laughs> choice that was choice's choice no it wasn't no it wasn't it's just but, the way it is when you put something that uh thin into the ground it just it won't go straight down no uh you're not usually drilling a well that's that why they need either. a 200 foot wide 230 foot deep big dig and we didn't win the lottery so we can't uh, so we can't pay for we it we can't pay for it sorry but you notice they continue to go deeper and deeper like yeah. later in this episode they're around 210 and i i'm going mm, this is why steve wants the 230 foot hole yep right i i agree pro 230 foot hole Deep 50 million dollars <laughs> that's it yeah. just pocket change no big deal um Marty asked Craig where they went next, mm-hmm. and Craig says they, they moved on to DE 9.25. And this is where he begins to tell him we named them after 
named it after our biggest fan and we thought mm -hmm. it would drive her crazy if we just and gave it some random numbers mission, that don't make sense mission accomplished craig yes thank mission you. accomplished thank you craig i would still like to come to the island and bring a gnome with me <laughs> um so de 9.25 which mm -hmm. is what they're currently drilling on and on his handy dandy sheet he says that it is going to the southeast which is towards oc1 and this is you know where we've pulled up pieces of wood uh he talks about those pieces of wood being a splinter or like the size of a pen right mm -hmm. and marty asks craig uh what do we have on record for like the 180 feet he's like nada nothing zip essentially nothing like it, it just doesn't make sense but every time we're headed towards oc1 we're getting more good stuff yeah we're getting wood so mm -hmm. it makes it makes total sense right and yeah. marty seems excited about this he did and mm -hmm. yeah well he said you can't ignore data nope so let's keep going after it you mm -hmm. know he said he was tired of finding wood before but this stuff is it's it's exciting it is exciting it's in a spot where it shouldn't be mm-hmm it's or it good has data. no business being unless somebody before any searcher ever dug on Oak Island mm -hmm. put it there. Mm -hmm. uh, Craig says they're the well, okay. Marty asked if they're still drilling on it. He's like, keep going deeper. Like this makes sense. And Craig says they were debating whether or not they should go deeper in this hole. He's like, do it, mm -hmm. do it. And says, absolutely. Like you have to go deeper. It, we could be looking at part of the collapse of the money pit itself. Dun, 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 dun. That's a big yeah. deal. And so we have Craig going back to the money pit mm -hmm. with, you know, the usual gang of characters hanging around the money pit these days mm -hmm. around Terry's operating table. We got yep. Charles, Steve and Scott and, um, and Terry. Oh, Doug and Rick were even there. Yeah. They I mean, uh, bring up. the whole crowd. Yeah. They're like, Hey, I, I hear there's some exciting things going on over here. Mm -hmm. And so Terry lets Rick uh, and Doug know that they have some very interesting wood at a depth of 180 feet out of DE 9.25. Uh -huh. And they pull a nice large chunk out of a wood beam and that they found in the area and they showed it to him. Uh -huh. And they're like, this shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. It's this is bigger than a splinter. This is like a disc of wood yeah and which is definitely encouraging and rick asks if we can tell if it's horizontal or vertical and sorry to say a with like the walking and the deviation mm -hmm. of the holes mm -hmm. and but as far as craig can tell it appears horizontal mm -hmm. so if this is indeed a tunnel that is still partly intact which it may not be now um the then that wouldn't make sense if it's like a support beam. Uh, yeah, Terry tells Rick and Doug, looks like possibly from a tunnel. Which tunnel? We're not sure. But Steve. Steve. He's a hopeful, he's a hopeful dude. What does he say? One of the options is we could be inside the money pit. Ooh. Well, hot dog. That's what we like to hear. That's right. That's the optimism we love. Mm-hmm. All right, Someone's got to be when you got a negative Nevin around. <laughs> we heart you. I heart heart Nevin. Well, that's why they keep him away from the money pit. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even like the money I pit. Know, so he doesn't care for the money pit. No. All right. Craig goes on to show the splinters of the wood found. Craig says that at least five feet above all these pieces of wood, they had a very um, good 
uh, like very competent rock. rock right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's like Rick Good for Rick, tunneling. Rick is totally amazed. Mm -hmm. Basically. He says, this is an aha. And if you got Rick saying that stuff, he doesn't say that kind of stuff lightly. He just no. doesn't, you know, he, he says sometimes you could have an aha. He said, this is an aha. So uh -huh. that, he thinks they're all in the right spot. And yeah. I do too. Good job. Yeah. Good. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay, so then Terry do? asks um, what he is thinking with this hole. And Craig says, well, we got to just keep going. Uh -huh. Steve says that he thinks that they should probably run this one to bedrock. 210 feet, 210 feet deep is what they, all they should need. Uh -huh. And now um, it's just Terry and Charles at the table. Cause like, I think it, they went away. Then they came back. Yeah. They got that 210 foot, um, casing or the choice sausage out mm -hmm. and they open it up and they start picking at the core they don't it. get anything yeah and it's just kind of like well yeah it's like untouched stuff but mm -hmm. it's like nothing of substance or consequence so mm -hmm. they kind of put a lid on de 9.25 at that point and they they move on to the next target on to the next one which is do you have that in front of you mm -mm. nine or e11 right e11 E11. <laughs> E11. That seems like such a, I don't know, a logical name for it. It must yeah, be well, on the cross point of E I don't know. and 11. Yeah. So, anywho, that's kind <laughs> of the whole episode. That was it was the a whole fun episode. one. And now we have to talk about next time on The Curse of Oak Island. So, we had the next time on, which came on right after uh the show aired and then there's most recently a next time on like an advertisement on the history channel they do a preview <laughs> sometimes a couple days before the airing of the and show it has a little bit of extra footage yeah something yeah. a little bit different all right so on the one that we saw at the end of the episode we see charles saying this is the tupper shaft which was 10 feet away from the money pit that's good mm -hmm. triangulation you know, you're getting Except that it's them. moving. We got big pieces of wood. Marty uh, says, well, great, guys. Mm -hmm. then they We're get, finding the money pit. And they got the swamp. Mm -hmm. And they're scraping off the top layer of what could be... Um, more, road more road on and the upland area. Maybe up to 200 feet. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what Spooner was alluding to at the mm -hmm. beginning of the season. Um, and we get a lot of rocks. And it looks like more of the stone road it's just that's what it is mm -hmm. right well i'm saying that's what it is because we heard dr spooner say <laughs> 200 to 300 feet in length and we do not that? have that much road yet we're getting there all right so then they find some leather in the spoils from oc1 because they're still going through the spoils they have not finished yet there's too much work to do out of that uh, borel and they're getting to it now i have a couple bones to pick here <clears throat> and okay so they're there, and we know um, Michael John finds more leather. Do we know that? That's I, what it, it like shows. Alex found it. Well, Alex was hanging on, like he saw it afterwards. I'm pretty sure it's Michael John. Okay, yeah, he finds. I got stuff. ten bucks he, on it. He Michael finds John stuff. is a finder. He's found almost an entire <laughs> shoe at this point. <laughs> and here's my problem. Alex calls this like a major breakthrough, right? Well, this is what, a huge deal. Someone else said that this could be the find of the season for the other piece of leather. Who was that? I don't know. Steve <laughs> said it probably about about the other piece of leather. He yeah, said, this could be the find of the season. Yeah, but then <laughs> Laird comes over and like crushes his dreams, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. he's so sad. And 
everybody's sad, but we probably never sent out the leather yet because Steve found it. So for some reason, it's unvaluable leather. But then, <laughs> you know, Hensky's at the table. Michael John finds what looks to be the heel of a shoe. Probably came from the same shoe um, from when Guppy was at the table. Guppy's going to get some, val uh, you know. I hope he gets some validation. He does. He's going to get some validation. This is this. justice for Gup. Justice for Guppy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Marty's freaking out because we're getting data back because apparently they had it sent out and tested. Mm -hmm. And I took a screenshot of the probability of how old it was. I mean. And it said. Uh, I don't have all the details, well, but, but it said that it was 95%. He was 95% sure it was from 1492. Yeah, but You're... that's what Craig says. But I think he's talking about something else because then oh. we have results from Alex later oh, that saying that the shoe is older than we thought it was, oh. but he doesn't say the actual dates. Craig, mm. I think is talking about something completely different. I'm lost. Yeah, I know. Okay, because you didn't see the second preview. It's part of life. It is. And they're like, Columbus could have been wearing this shoe. Oh, he actually says that. Yes. Well, if it's Marty, 1492, yeah. Marty says that Columbus could have been wearing this shoe. Now, I if... It. I just don't know why they didn't get excited about Stephen hey, and you know what? Michael finding the shoe leather. You know you but Alex and, you know, is Laird only... Is he like trolling Steve and like only crushing Steve's dreams and doesn't feel like crushing Alex's? Let it go. Let it go. It's, hey, he'll get validation. It's okay. We don't know that. <laughs> Justice for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what else is up in uh, the second? I don't know. I'm really upset about this leather thing, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever it is that Craig has that he's 95 percent sure about that is 1942 no not 1942 1492 1492 the year columbus sailed the ocean blue okay i'm dyslexic too so leave me alone i still love you it's fine <laughs> that's good um could it have been wood? like wood that they maybe that log that they found in i don't the know if, that, if he's saying leather or if they're saying that that's leather and if marty's saying columbus could have worn that shoe 1492 is a columbus thing okay okay so i it, get they're that talking about the shoe there yes but when i'm looking at the data from the screenshot where marty's looking at it and it clearly says shoe heel and it has these variations in the different dates right it does not say on there that it is 95 percent from 1492 it does not absolutely does not say that i don't know no, okay i good. know it does not say that <laughs> okay. okay it does have that date on there and it's higher but it's not that i think craig is talking about something completely different they also remember they sent out that charcoal for secondary opinion because they're like, well, why is this such an outlier in dates? Maybe it's from that. That was 1420 he... to 15. Or no, that was the charcoal was like 1440, right? Yeah, yeah, which seemed like a big outlier. And if this is spoils from the money pit or wherever mm -hmm. or from the swamp, I don't know. Uh, I think he's probably talking about that because Alex is the one that's been delivering them information about the shoe. 
Okay. I think we get two separate sets of dates. I was just trying to get to the fact that Craig has his sneaky face on where he's like so excited to share information that's like, you know, he just can't. He's like, guess what? Guess what? Mm -hmm. That's Craig's excited face. We like that face. It is. <laughs> it, it's a wonderful face. All right. So is that all we got for next time on? Uh, I I got that Laird looks shocked. So About what? I don't what know. Saying? He's rocked and uh, Rick is gobsmacked. He said he was gobsmacked. And oh, Gary's metal detecting beep, 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 beep. near. Okay, so we get an overhead shot of the stone path. Okay. And they've dug a trench along the side of it. And the trench actually kind of looks like it veers off to the whoa, left. Whoa. whoa. Veers off to the left. Yep. And I'm thinking it probably follows the stone path because we know it's at least like 300 feet in length and gary's detecting around there and he finds something small pulls it up and says, find gary what the heck is that and spooner goes is that a key it's like this little thing and like i got a screenshot i'm not sure what it is i haven't further investigated but maybe it's a key to that secret box that the knob came off of all right mm. okay i'm really worked up about this shoe Calm down. The Let shoe? the show play out, and then let's. Then you'll know if you need to really stand up for Steve or not. Okay. Stand up for Steve. <laughs> it's another hashtag. <laughs> Justice for Steve. Stand up for Steve. We have Scott's trowel. What else came out of this episode? Mm. There were some good ones. Mm. So I don't got. I got nothing. <laughs> you, you got nothing. Nothing. Oh, okay. Calm down, Sandy. <laughs> Sorry, I just all right so that's the myself. end of the episode that's the next time on which is actually tomorrow night in the united states yep next sunday in canada mm -hmm. um and that's that's it so what else do we have to talk about today we need to talk about some clot worthy moments oh what won last week i don't know what won, sir dustin of white i don't know <laughs> i don't know because i said he was going to put it up right afterwards and i forgot and he didn't. So I forgot. It's we're gonna. Bad. It's all on me. We're gonna pretend that it never happened, and we're gonna get our ducks in a row or our geese looking in the same direction. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna say whichever one. I, I yeah, no winner last week. Never. Mind. No winner last week. All right. So do we have competitors for the clotworthy moment this week? We do. And now I'm like, where'd they go? Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Here it is. Okay. So for this week, which Dustin is going to put up. Okay. Here's the first one. A wooden beam discovered next to the stone pathway. Could they be connected? Or has Billy Gerhardt just found a different man-made structure? Wow. Yay! This is the first time Billy has got to show up. In a clotworthy moment. Clot moment. Yeah, well, Billy found the beam, right? Billy's beam. Billy's beam. Is that your hashtag? Hashtag Billy's beam. Okay. Oh, see, that was the hashtag I was missing. There Billy's beam. Billy's beam. Billy's beam. Scott's trowel. Justice for Steve. Team Billy. Team Billy. Yeah. All right. So that's the first choice for clotworthies. What's next? Okay. Next one. A wood timber found alongside the stone pathway in the swamp. And giving off strong signals for iron. Wow, that was a mouthful. Beam versus beam. <laughs> beam versus beam combat. Yep. It's like a 
don't know. Like, can you make a battle bot out of wood? I don't know. Can you? Probably you, not. It'd probably get destroyed, <laughs> yeah, and pretty... it would have to literally be wood versus wood. <laughs> yeah. So, anywho, uh, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast, mm -hmm. um, and click on the Could It Be an Oak Island group, mm -hmm. and that's where you'll be able to vote for this week's Clotworthy Moments. Yep. Or you can go to Twitter, and that's twitter.com slash Oak Island Pod. Yep. And you can find us there. Yes. Uh, there are other places you can find us on social media. Of course, you've already talked about our Facebook page. We do our podcast live there. You And we just post and share a lot of stuff publicly there. Yeah, uh, like the, uh, when everybody enjoyed all of our Oak Island cartoon characters. Yes. That was on our Facebook page. And yep. Actually, I guess you posted on Instagram too, right? Yeah. So we also have Instagram. Uh, we're at Oak Island Podcast there. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, you can shoot us an email mm -hmm. at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Gmail mm -hmm. right. uh, you can call us on our Oak Island podcast voicemail line. Somebody called this week and got scared and didn't leave a message. Sad. That was you. Well, wasn't me. Oh, well. Um, yeah, if you'd like to call us like Marty Lagina did once, we're never going to let that one go. Nope. 360 836 4549. Call that number and you can uh, join us on the show. Basically, we can play your comment, you know, and uh, no, I think you can actually it. text that number too. text it. Text 360-836-4549. Yeah, let's see or what call. happens. It, maybe they're too scared to leave a message. Yeah. But... Or, you know, we would really like some emails. So, yeah. uh, you know, Deidre did give us give the email address, which mm -hmm. once again is oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. That would be fun to read some of your guys' uh, emails and comments about the show, about the podcast, or about whatever. Yeah. We haven't mentioned reviews lately. So or maybe about our gnomes. Yeah. See all these Keep guys? Keep an eye out for them. Um, so tonight we have Oak Island Trivia. Yes. Tomorrow we have Oak Island Pregame. Um, think about it for Oak Island pregame, but what would you name these guys? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It could be fun. Yeah. Could be a fun exercise. It feels like they need some names. Yeah. So, hmm. um, we haven't been able to name the entire army yet. Just the ones that have been deployed. Mm -hmm. So, but we have these guys that haven't been deployed yet. Mm -hmm. So there they are. Yep. All right. Um, do we have anything else we need to share? Oh, there's one thing uh, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, this is a script from the Curse of Oak Island, not a scripted TV show. It's just a script because it's the dialogue from literally they put the show together and they send it to Robert Clotworthy so that he can do his bits. narration. His bits are at the end, way after they film everything. Yeah, they have it all here for him so he can read along with it and do his bits when he needs to do his bits. Anyway. Robert Clotworthy sent this to us, um, and it says, Could it be? We got more wood? Peace, love, and isles from Robert Clotworthy 2021. Love it. Thank love you, Robert. It. Yes, thank you, Robert. Beautiful. And we have the uh, the script that we have is for episode number 714, which is uh, season, seven. season seven, episode 14, mm -hmm. Burnt Offerings. Fun episode and fun script. So I wanted to share that. Is there anything else we've got going on this week? Oh yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> we're going to Las Vegas for a wedding this week, and we will. Um, I don't know how that's gonna affect our next podcast because there's gonna be no episode of the Curse of Oak Island the following week. We have a week off, and that's when the uh, Dave Blankenship uh, drilling down special will be on instead of mm -hmm. the Curse of Oak Island. So mm. yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do a live of some sort while we're out and about in Vegas. Why not? 
maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll just do something like a fun chat. Maybe. Maybe we'll have coffee with them. Maybe one we'll night. have one of them with us. One of one of this guy's uh, brothers. I mean, we know he likes to roam. Mm -hmm. They're going they're, roam from here on out. Uh, now do. that it's known what uh, we're hiding, <laughs> these will be more uh, public. To uh, like, they'll be more visible. Mm -hmm. uh, now that you know why we got the gnomes, <laughs> mm -hmm. they're going to be more like visual. Yes, they'll be more out there in the open. They will be because we got a ton of them, and just because we have one doesn't mean we're hiding one in that area. But doesn't mean we aren't either. Exactly. Mm. I know. Uh, since we've had them, you and I have both gone a few places, many places, and then we live close to some wonderful places. I guess it's getting time to deploy the Instagram page for our gnomes and our Facebook page for the, the army of gnomes. Here they come. All right. Is there anything else we have today? No, we really do need to finish it up. Let them go and let them go. Let them go. go. All right. We will see you tonight at five o'clock Pacific, eight o'clock Eastern for Oak Island Trivia. Yes. That's on Mondays. So we're going to be here tonight for it and we will see y'all then. All right. Have a good day. day. Yeah. So until next time, could it be?